This episode of Tea with Queen and Jay podcast is sponsored by Matriarch Creative Solutions. Matriarch Creative Solutions provides creative business strategies and support tools for Black women and femme creators, entrepreneurs, and professionals. The Matriarch Toolbox includes project management, event management, systems creation, project planning, idea incubation, accountability coaching, and even custom solutions to meet your unique needs. To learn more about how Matriarch Creative Solutions can support you, visit them online at wearematriarch.co. That's wearematriarch.co. This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, Blue Gate is over. We talk about Tessica Brown and the ponytail that rocked the internet. Trying to keep our pets alive in a global pandemic. And how the human went anti black for Valentine's Day. It's Tea with Queen and Jay. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. What's up? Nothing. What's up with you, Jay? Nothing much. Nothing much. How you been? I have been well. How have you been? It's the last time we spoke, which was last night. So have you been since last night? <laughs> <laughs> I've been fine. Hennessy is on a hunger strike. Oh my God. Hennessy's a so dog. Why is Hennessy irritating. on a hunger strike? I don't know. I don't know. We've been eating new food because she has some fucking oh, stomach trouble. Shit. She's not with it. And now she's not eating. She knows that I'm talking about her. Her ears are wiggling. As she lays down. When's the last time she ate? Know that I'm talking about her. Well, yesterday she did put her whole face in my bowl of chicken and steal the chicken, drop it on the floor. So that's the last time. And then she run away. Ate. She had to. She tasted the gravy of the chicken. She ate a little bit of chicken, but that was the only thing she ate all day because she refused to eat the food that I had provided. Mm-hmm. And so she had a little bit of the chicken that she stole and then dropped. And then today she's also refusing to eat. So I don't know. She doesn't like the food. And that's the fucking food. So I, you know, hopefully she eats by tomorrow. I hope so. I hope so. That's what's going on. Dang, she did have some chicken gravy, so I guess that's what's sustaining her. I don't know. Well, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) it sounds so sad. You look so so sad. sad. I'm looking at her through the zoom, and I'm like, is she okay? Yeah. Are you I okay? Just, Are you okay? I I you. want her to eat. Like we I'm like I'm tired of this. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm sick of it, yo. She was eating the food for a few days and now today she's like, I don't want to, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to eat it. So I'm tired of it. I want her to fucking eat her food. She sees you with all this variety and what you eat, and it's like, what the fuck? Because I'm a dog. I, try. I ordered her some variety. It's on its way. Hopefully, she likes that. It is the same brand as what I'm giving her now. I don't know. I don't know what to do. What I will say is that I'm a black woman, and I don't have time to dedicate <laughs> my life to the eating patterns of my dog. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this, okay? I love her. I'm trying. I don't have time for this. Oh, I feel for you. I Cats are similar, but mm -hmm. eventually Xena will eat. But all of a sudden, they'll just change. Like, yours, I get it, because it's, like, for reasons. Xena will just Mm -hmm. switch up. Like, I'm not eating this no more. I am better than this. I am not eating this. I'm sick of it. The vet just called me and told me that, you know, she might just be doing it because she don't like the taste of it and will eat eventually and not to worry about it so much. You have an activist dog. She's going to protest. She's like, I'm not going to do this. I'm an activist. You're right. You're right. And assert that this food is not what I want. Well, we could play that game. Okay. (laughs) That is funny. 
Anyway, welcome, welcome to, to Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And this, this is, is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. So we love hearing from you. And a way that we can hear from you is by using our hashtag, hashtag Tea with QJ, when you tweet or post about this show. We also like if you use the hashtag pod in that allows other people on that hashtag to find this here podcast you should already be following us on social media but if you are not we are on instagram and twitter at t with qj follow us there we are also on instagram and tumblr just search for t with queen and j there and follow us apparently there's still life on tumblr someone sent us a message <laughs> oh my gosh yes <laughs> i was like tumblr. what the heck I was like, oh. I always ignore those notifications. Every time I get a Tumblr notification, I'm like, oh, I got to turn those off. Because it's never <laughs> anything that it means anything to me. It's never an actual message to us or no, anything. And this was like, actual. hey, been listening to the show. I was like, what? what? <laughs> it felt like I was getting a message from another dimension. Yeah, it's like where like those sci-fi movies and it's like some planet that they've never heard life on for forever. Yes. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, when I opened it, it did feel like I was reading Morse code or like something like I was like, "Yo, what is this?" So and it was a normal message. Like, shout out to that out listener there. who. Yes, thank you, you for know, your message and your kind time. words, yo. Other ways that we would love to hear from you is by sending us email. You can send us email at twithqueenandj at gmail You can send us questions, comments, feedback, silly things, serious things. We love having you guys in our inbox as well. So hit us in that email. That's right. Every week we pour libations for the people, places, and things giving us black ass, black joy. These are our shout outs. These are our toasts. These are our cheers. This is where we pour some out for the homies. Queen, what are you pouring libations for this week? This week, I am pouring libations to Whoopi Goldberg, specifically Whoopi Goldberg's cheekbones i feel like as people we don't talk about those amazing exquisite cheekbones enough like i was watching her on an interview jesus and meryl were interviewing her Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna be honest i don't really know what they were talking about because i was just looking at her (laughs) fucking cheekbones like i've always thought she was a gorgeous person and had amazing fake Mm -hmm. structure and all of this stuff that was just like her face is like i don't know it's placed perfectly like it's Mm -hmm. like where it's supposed to be like the symmetry on that face is like you know whatever so i've always Mm -hmm. thought that about her but i'm just seeing her talk to them and i'm like these fucking cheekbones like we always talking about like janet jackson's cheekbones or like whatever those cheekbones are the blueprint okay Mm -hmm. if i ever get surgery Mm -hmm. and say i want cheekbones i'm pointing to fucking whoopi goldberg's face that is the copy and paste cheekbone fucking blueprints there so i just want us to talk about whoopi goldberg's cheekbones way more than we do because they're fucking Mm -hmm. beautiful so i'm pouring libations to whoopi goldberg's cheekbones like her smile everything is just like perfect Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. don't talk about it like that so i'm putting that in the ethos and pouring libations to Whoopi Goldberg and her amazing oh, ass fucking cheekbones. Libations. Yeah, that's my libation. What are you libating this week, Jay? Well, I've been feeling really overwhelmed because I have a lot of shit mm-hmm. to do in general. Mm-hmm. And cleaning has been challenging for me. And so mm-hmm. I found a moment to do a little bit of cleaning. And I have meant to, I've been meaning to like unclog the fucking drain in my bathtub. And I did. Mm-hmm. I was able to do I it. I did do that too. And it was so much, it was so much stuff in there. It was so much stuff in there 
Like, there was one thing that if I had the stomach for it, I would have dissected it to see what the fuck is this? There was one thing, it felt like it was a, just a rock, like a hard rock. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I'm just going to try and take <laughs> it up with everything else and put it in the garbage. But like, is this some sort of calcified mouse that got caught in, like, what is this? Ew. What is it? What well, was covered in stuff? So I know, I but I'm just saying, like, just to like, what could it be? Yes. What could it be? What anything's possible. But anyway, I felt Ooh. mad accomplished. What if it was like the a water runs right through? Right. Right. It could have been anything. Cause cause why would a rock of that size be just be sitting there? In the drain and you don't be having rocks. Right. In your house. No. Like, you don't like. No. Yeah. So weird. So weird. So anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I felt mad accomplished and competent and all of that shit. So that was that was dope. That's felt dope. great. And libations to my dog for being alive and adorable. Mm-hmm. So cheers to that. And libations to everybody who like sent me donations and shit. I was on social media talking about how I had taken Hennessy to the vet because I did think that she was potentially dying. Mm-hmm. And I thought we were going to get and there. And you have good reason. I just need them to know that Henny is in recovery from swallowing a quarter yes. a while back. And yes. there's been stuff ongoing since we mm-hmm. since jay discovered this fucking quarter right like i had already taken her to the <laughs> er like we did all this we spent money on this shit in the fall yes. and she passed the quarter and Which it was, was so thin, thin <laughs> Paper fucking thin and copper colored that it had to have been in there like for months. Like yeah. it, I know they have dogs have more acid and shit in their stomach than we do, but mm-hmm. it, for real, the shit was decomposing. So I thought that we had like fixed everything, you know, she took all the medicines or whatever. And then her poop was like still like wild style. It was a little blood in the fucking poop. And I was like, oh my, oh my God, God, this dog is fucking dying. And if this dog dies, I'm killing everybody. Okay, I'm going full <laughs> John Wick on every fucking body. So we gotta keep this dog the alive vet through the pandemic. What you say? I just picture you at the vet emergency room with the guns. <laughs> I'm killing everybody. I'm going. I'm going off in Manhattan. Okay, it's gonna be murder in Manhattan. All right, going Janicia Wick. So anyway, so I took her to the vet. I had meant to take her to the ASPCA, but because of COVID, they're like full, and they directed me to these people uh-huh. or whatever. ASPCA is cheaper. You can take them there, whatever. It's like for low income. Yeah. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. So they direct me to this person. We go there. The dog is not dying. Okay, so we get all these. Now she's got different food. They took blood. They tested her poop. No, they didn't take blood yet, but they tested her poop. Mm -hmm. They gave her some much needed shots. Yada, 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 yada. She tried to sell me a freaking thousand dollar dental. I'm like, weird. Listen, is the dog going to (laughs) die? Is the dog? I need. I need dental. Is the dog gonna die? The fact that yeah, I was like, do you know why I'm even here? Like what? Thank you. I was sent here from the ASPCA. We're not upselling nothing. She tried to show me some other expensive food. I'm like, you're wasting your time. Just give me what she needs to keep her alive. So anyway, she wasn't dying. So I was disgusted that I paid almost five hundred dollars and dog's not even dying. So I mean, I'm thankful she's not dying, but also my pockets was like, yo, you're not even dying. You're not even dying? (laughs) 
But no, I am glad that we went because now at least there's a vet who I've been able to like email back and forth or whatever yeah, on how Hennessy is doing and ask questions and shit. So that's been helpful. Where in the past with the ER, you know, you call them again if she's still dying. You don't call them again with like a simple question yeah. or whatever. So that's been good. But I posted about that on social and I had people hit me up and like hit my Venmo and Cash App and shit like that. That's so dope. I really, really appreciate that. Thanks everybody who did that. It really helped because you love your pet, yo. You love your you pet. Do. And especially if it's been me and Hennessy in here, we rock, we ride, we roll, we sing rap songs together. It's helping me through the pandemic, okay? She has to stay alive. So it, you know, it's like they get you. I haven't paid my rent, but that little thing, (laughs) she has to stay alive. She has to stay alive. Anyway, so yeah. So thanks to everyone uh, for their support. Number three. Oh yeah, that was my other libation. Yeah, yeah, so she's alive and everybody who helped support, I truly appreciate you. So those are my libations. Cool, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This podcast runs on your support. We are, of course, in this wild style time of a global pandemic. So please make sure that you are financially taking care of yourself first, emotionally, energy-wise, taking care of yourself first and if you have anything left over again this podcast runs on your support queen can you please tell folks how they can support tea with queen and j podcast yeah so you can go to our website tea with queen slide down on our homepage, and there's where we have two options two our first option is our paypal option and that's where you can put however much you want in the pot however many times there's no commitment there and our second option is our patreon option and that is where we're asking for two dollars a month two dollars you can give more or less that is up to you we are all about options and equal access so regardless of what you put into that pot you have equal access to all of the patreon content in there we also appreciate non-monetary support and non-monetary support looks like liking this podcast sharing this podcast on social media to all of the homies sharing it to your end life homies tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend rating and reviewing this podcast or wherever app that you listen to this podcast on specifically apple podcast that is where we we're able to get like more access to see them we understand that y'all use many many apps but yes those are ways that you can donate to tea with queen and jay and help us motherfucking grow and i just want to know where are the reviews at all right it's 2021 we're in february where are the 2021 reviews do you like this podcast Um, or or what but what's good going on what's good like what's good like it's at, at least with black history month like what's good what's good so yeah we would definitely appreciate some reviews it lets people know that you are fucking with us it lets people know that we, we are an active podcast yeah. and people are actively engaging with this show so those really make a difference so thank you in advance for reviewing tea with queen and j podcast yeah. if you haven't reviewed this show if you did it maybe years ago and you haven't reviewed it in a while take a look and see if it will allow you to do another one we would love that give us an update on how you're feeling about the podcast mm-hmm. other ways to support our amazon wishlist links are in the show notes if you'd like to send us love mm. that way though we understand that amazon is the axis of evil so please don't feel pressured to do so yeah if you'd like to sponsor tea with queen and j podcast if you'd like to advertise with us if you'd like to hear your ad on tea with queen and j email us at tea with queen and j at gmail.com if you'd like to hire us to speak virtually at your school or organization about white supremacist patriarchal capitalism dismantling white supremacy in the 
workplace, womanism, black feminism, podcasting, black care, or some shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast. Or if you'd like us to do a virtual live show or consult you or your team, send us your email at tbwithqueenandj at gmail.com. We have a few donation libations this week. Yes, I will get into those. So we have a new PayPal donation from arian so thank you arian for donating through paypal you are a real one and we got a few new patrons and they are damani jocelyn sarah selena temia shay and lou up their pledge and we also got makisha and makisha says jay introduced me to the show back when i freelanced at the company we used to work at <laughs> fuck that company she didn't say that i did <laughs> And I've been listening since. I ain't gonna lie. Your review of the Wendy movie is what finally made me sign up for Patreon. Ew. It took some time, okay, years, for me to arrive, but I'm here. If it means anything, I've always said to myself that if I ever became a millionaire, this podcast would be the first show I would invest in. So I'm not at a million yet, but with you reading this, my hope is that this dream will sprinkle to places all over the world, eventually manifesting. You two do amazing work, and I can't wait to hear about the many blessings that will arrive at your doorsteps. Anyways, it's almost 5.30 p.m., and I'm getting ready for a run to the wine shop, so let me conclude this message before I don't make it out the door. What am I saying? Nothing is stopping me from making this one. I was thinking that, too. Like, why would you not go (laughs) get your wine? Thank you so much, Makisha. I appreciate you for finally supporting me and acknowledging that you've been listening to my podcast for years and Mm. are finally willing to To, support us financially. There's probably a lot more people in this in this in this space, you know, and uh, free Mm -hmm. yourself. Facts. Out of the space Facts. of just a listener, you know, just saying. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. be a supporter. Nah, Makisha has has always been very supportive of me personally, so I I appreciate that, and then I also appreciate this the coins added support yo via the podcast so thank you so much makisha we appreciate you and for everybody who does not know we do do a bonus episode on patreon at least once a month we didn't do one last month so we're doing two this month yeah and the most recent one that we did was a review of the wendy williams movie and the documentary on lifetime we talked about that we talked about bootstrap feminism and our relationship with new york radio so definitely check that out it was a fun episode it was a great conversation yeah, it was. It was really take a listen let us know what you think for anybody who didn't hear this announcement last week we are now dropping our episodes on wednesday we have wednesday. been doing that if you pay attention that weirdly like, spelled we're day anyway such a weirdly spelled day yeah. but yeah so we officially drop on wednesdays right now that's what we are Boyaka. doing just wanted to bring that back okay all right <laughs> no one says Boyaka Thank anymore you. i wanted to bring that back okay all right <laughs> let's get into the show yeah Queen, what kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking chai tea because that's the kind of bitch I am. What kind of tea are oh. you drinking, Jay? I'm also drinking chai, Jinx. <laughs> we some chai bitches. Delicious. What are your pronouns? She, her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And separate from my pronouns, I am not a lady. Queen, mm-hmm. what are you affirming for yourself this week? I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch. I'm enough. I am financially wealthy without trauma i am well rested my hair and fashions are popping my body and mind are healthy and i will forever and always stunt on these hoes i say yes only to activities that are healthy for my mind body and emotional well-being 
I courageously protect my happiness. I have romance and intimacy that fulfills my needs. Ooh. And I affirm a continued safe and healthy COVID-19 relief and or support for everyone. Everyone I'm in community with. All of y'all get that shit. And I also affirm that we will have, everyone in the community will have a fruitful and abundant 2021. You deserve that and you will get that. Okay? You do deserve. What are you affirming for yourself, Jay? I affirm a long life full of abundance, health, wealth, sustainable, rewarding, and financially beneficial self-employment. I affirm rest. I affirm that I am a writer. I am enough. My apartment is paid for. Rent is paid. I am productive. I'm energized. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I affirm my apartment is clean and organized. I manage my schedule seamlessly and achieve everything on my to-do list, even shit that's not on my to-do list because low-key, I don't even have a list, okay? (laughs) But I achieve all the shit in my mental fucking daily planner of stuff to do Mm -hmm. and complete all projects successfully without trauma. I affirm productive therapy, healthy romantic relationships without a whole lot of fucking exhausting Mm -hmm. fucking labor. I also want to affirm, I want to affirm that effort will be made towards growth Mm -hmm. in my romantic relationships Mm -hmm. because uh, it would be nice if, uh, you know that would happen. What like, kind of growth? Um, you gotta be specific, cause weeds grow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, friend. Yeah. So like, you don't have to be specific right. with I us, cause see... that's your business. But facts. I want to see growth in areas of communication. Ooh. You know what? I need miracle growth. That's what I need. <laughs> Because I need miracle grow. All right. Because I think that relationships can be hard. They can be challenging. And I am not uncomfortable with something that's challenging mm-hmm. if we can like communicate through it. Yeah. But if we can't communicate, then, then I'll just go back to buying plants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like I just I want I want gro- miracle grow in the area of communication. <laughs> Because I don't want to be on here wishing for a gift card to Rooted or whatever the plant company is that I'm going to be ordering on my plants. Because I enjoyed that. Because I, I can go back to raising plants. Yeah, I can I can go back to that. Anyway, I also affirm around-the-clock home health care services for my grandmother, which I think Yo, I we're think Jay to doing. just threatened a man on the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And no I affirm liberation and power to all the people. I affirm that shit too yo shots see i told you i brought boyaka boyaka see that's the- <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking about like i'm okay so we're we're past the exhaustive labor okay that's not happening i, I need i want some miracle grow no you should you, know you should saying? always you never be satisfied i always would like that i'm, I'm putting that. it out there i'm putting I'm it that. out there i'm affirming it i'm doing my part and i'm affirming it all right <laughs> and you know i just want miracle grow in the area of Ooh. communication that's what i want <laughs> That's what I want. Okay. Ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So last week's episode was the gender episode. It was all. It was actually a whole gender week it around really these was. parts. Have, yeah, it, was it was a gender week. Our gender friends week. over at 
in her whole uprising was talking about gender. They actually had two episodes back to back. They mm-hmm. kind of touched on discussions around gender, which is not uncommon for them as a podcast about sex, mm-hmm. gender, and all kinds of other shit. I forget what their tagline is. Sex, but love, they, and dating. Thank you so much. They cover all of that shit pretty regularly, but they also happened to drop an episode where there were conversations about gender and transphobia. Yeah, because some fun, some Last fuck week. shit was afoot. <laughs> There was fuck shit afoot, yo. Fuck shit was afoot. I'm trying to think of an F word that I could replace the word shit with so that we can make it like full on alliteration. Uh. But yes. Fucking frackery. (laughs) Oh, wait. But afoot actually starts with an A. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyhow. No, but it does sound. I get what you're saying. You hear it. You hear it, right? It could work in a rhyme. Rappers be doing weird shit like that in rhyme. They really do. You got this. They really do. They really do. But yeah, so thanks to everybody who reached out to us about the gender episode mm-hmm. again our homies over at inner hole uprising talked about gender on two episodes back to back there was the episode we'll put the links to those episodes in the show notes but there was the episode called tart and stank thank you um inner hole <laughs> uprising for making me say that here on my podcast um <laughs> the name of that episode was tart and stank and then the week before the episode was so what's the big deal about pronouns yeah. so that's another good episode yep. where they're talking about gender shit so check that out the whole black baddie brigade that's like our unofficial podcast collective Collective, engages with gender differently and we talk about gender on our podcast when we feel like it i have to say that last week was i was emotionally drained in general so like it took a lot out of me i don't like talking about my personal gender Mm -hmm. i talk about not being a lady because that is a part that is something i think that i have to clarify Mm -hmm. a lot of times so i say that along with when we say our pronouns but it was a conversation that i had because it was important it was relative to what we were discussing I don't want to talk about gender and my gender and my identity every week. It's not something that I want to do. But for people who are looking for more conversations about that, our homies over at Marsha's Plate. That is a dope podcast featuring three black trans folks who talk about gender and all manner of other shit. Be sure to check them out. Queer Walk Podcast is always talking about valuable shit and educating motherfuckers on stuff or whatever. They also talk about intersections of gender. The homies over at Bag Ladies Podcast, they talk about gender. Lena is non-binary and discusses that from time to time. Mm -hmm. So definitely check that out. Unrelated to gender, Juju over at A Little Juju Podcast. Be talking about hoodooism, spirituality, and the ancestors. I appreciate that she talks about our queer ancestors as well. So Mm -hmm. that's an important thing. The podcast podcast formerly known i'm not sure if evian has updated the name of the podcast Mm -hmm. but it was called the sexually liberated woman podcast and evian recently shared Mm -hmm. that they are non-binary and so there's an episode on that where they are having a conversation with one of their non-binary best friends about that journey so if you're interested in that be sure to check that shit out but all of our homies do really good fucking work and talk about all manner of shit from what I would call a black liberationist perspective, from an anti-racist perspective. And I say anti-racist because I want to make sure that I'm doing this for a reason in this moment, but I want to make sure that non-black folks who listen to this show understand that when we are working to dismantle systems of white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, we want to liberate everybody. It's not exclusive to black folks. So all of our podcasts, we share black liberationist ideals and we do anti-racist life work that is our goal that's fucking the shit that we're on and we are pushing the gay agenda so oh we love the gay agenda over here we love the gay agenda love it love the gay agenda yes. so yeah that's my so next podcast the gay agenda 
<laughs> Check us out out of all of us for anyone who cares, like in our whole, I would say podcast collective, the Black Baddie Brigade. I am the only one who doesn't identify as queer for folks who care about that. He's such a weirdo. Why would you want to be a straight? <laughs> <laughs> it's not something i want i didn't make this choice i didn't choose this you think i would choose this i know you I think anyone you got too anyone much information to choose that thank you anyone who has been listening to this podcast for a while knows this is not a life that i chose okay <sighs> anyway yeah so i said that to say it's a lot of great content out there we are i'm currently highlighting the black baddie brigade because we are part of a collective of very smart folks who podcast on all manner of shit yeah but there are black people podcasting about everything oh i also wanted to include queen actually just introduced us to food for the homies podcast yeah. they're two black non-binary folks talking about non-binary shit and other shit yeah. i actually listened to a little bit of their most recent podcast last night and i enjoyed yeah. the conversation and what i was hearing mm-hmm. so be sure to check them out as well but there are black people podcasting about all kinds all of shit things. all the things so be sure if there's something that you're thinking about that you want to learn more about there is a black person podcasting about that shit that so is. look it up find them check them out see what's good and yeah so i just wanted to say that okay, so we got all of that yes. out of the way. We did. I would like to get into a moment in black hair. This might be. <laughs> this might be one of our most epic moments in black hair. This? Ever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into a moment in black hair. Yeah. So Moment in Black Hair is a segment where we highlight moments in black hair. We know that black hair is political, even though we just out here trying to fucking live. It is often political. It is often conversation worthy. And so we talk about moments in black hair here on Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. Also, we fucking love hair. We do. We some hair loving bitches. Hair is a part of yeah. our like joy and happiness and shit mm-hmm. like that. So hair is really important to us here facts so let's talk about this gorilla glue situation yeah let's get into it hey y'all for those of y'all that know me know my hair has been like this for about a month now it's not by choice no it's not by choice when i do my hair i like to you know finish it off with a little got to be glue spray you know just to keep it in place well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. Bad, bad, bad idea. Y'all, look, my hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. I've washed my hair 15 times, and it don't move. Let's, Let's talk about it. the fuck into it. So, if you do not know... <laughs> A woman First of all, it's impossible for you not to have heard of this. If you do not it's, know, it's I'm going to have impossible. to assume that you are like... You don't really fuck with the internet. Yes. So if you did not know, you know, we want to let you know. Tessica Brown is a woman that lots of folks are referring to as Gorilla Glue Girl, but she has a name. So we'll be referring to her as her name. Her name is Tessica. So Tessica used Gorilla Glue to slick her ponytail, you know, lay it back, slick it down. I've done that myself with hair gel where you put it and Mm -hmm. then you tie the scarf on it so it stays in place but she did it like i said she did it with gorilla glue and gorilla glue is like fucking the glue of the glues like people glue car parts (laughs) 
Yeah, furniture. <laughs> With that shit. Furniture legs. You put a furniture leg back on. Yeah, exactly. Gorilla glue. It's I've, bonding. Yeah, yes. it's bonding glue. And it's, it's extremely really strong. strong. I've used it for craft stuff because, you know, I'm crafty and shit. Mm-hmm. Used it for that. Like, I am actually scared to use Gorilla Glue because I know how fucking strong it is and whatever. Right. It's stuck to it. It's just there forever. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she used that in her hair, and then it kind of made like a permanent hair capsule. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a hair capsule. It was a hair capsule. It was a semi-permanent hair helmet. Yes. It was yes. super duper intense, and she had that shit on for a month. A month before deciding to share her story with the internets. Yeah. That, um, she tried to wash her hair, I think, 15 times. Yeah, when she, when she shared it with us throughout the month, us, I mean the public, she had washed her hair 15 times and it would not move Mm-mm. she did a she, she did, did a, a separate little video yeah showed herself to wash her hair and how it didn't do anything mm-hmm. yeah pretty mm-hmm. intense pretty intense so what did you think when you first saw the video at first i was like this is funny because it was just like gorilla glue it was just like it was just like comical like a comical mistake i although i use gorilla glue i didn't think to that extent, I'm like, yo, that shit do hold. Like, hair is like mm-hmm. fibers. Like, it's not like yeah. gluing a leg to a chair. Like, mm-hmm. hair is like these thin little strip fibers. And that shit was like, we're holding this together mm-hmm. forever. And I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. that shit is strong. <laughs> like, right. like, so that was kind of my thing. Like, wow, this is funny. Also, the video wasn't like... She wasn't, she just seemed like she was just talking to me. Like, this is the shit that's Mm -hmm. happening. So I didn't feel like any gimmick vibes coming from her or anything. It was just Mm -hmm. like, this is the shit that's happening. Like, this is is what I did to myself. So I was able to, like, find humor. And, like, to me, like, a kind of a simple mistake. But then also be like, damn, that shit is. Simple. A simple, simple, (laughs) a simple mistake. I'm just saying, I feel like everybody could easily use the wrong thing for something or have, like, that's what I mean by the simplicity of that mistake like okay people use stuff that's not supposed to be for stuff all the time and if it works out we don't talk about it but when it don't work Mm -hmm. out (laughs) then it's Mm -hmm. like you stuff it but like we do shit like that all the time so that's what i mean by simple that's what i mean by simple although i would i wouldn't have picked up the i didn't first of all i didn't even know gorilla glue came in a spray can so that start there Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm like Mm -hmm. okay they got like different variety of whatever but i didn't no not that i didn't but it just made me like yo that shit is really strong like i know it's strong Mm -hmm. but it was like that's a gorilla grip like right that's really like you know whatever but that was kind of my first thought when i saw the video and then i did i did like seeing the amount of black women online who was like in support of her like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, I'm concerned. I really hope she gets help. And this is when it, like, first kind of dropped. Like, oh, my God. Right. We were all kind of, like, laughing. It was like, oh, my God, girl. Like, that kind of laugh. Like, girl, what you did? Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. You be mm-hmm. playing too much. That kind of humor. Right. That kind of, like, laughter. Right. So it was nice to see that. But then it got weird. But we'll talk about that weirdness in a bit. What did you think when you first heard about um, Tessica her hair? Well, you know I'm a social media private eye. I am a member <laughs> of black twitter csi 
card carrying member. I, I uh, sent my registration, you know, in the mail. I'm just waiting for that to be officially confirmed. Mm-hmm. But I, they did send me my welcome card and okay. packet and things like that. So I'm a part of that uh, Black Twitter CSI. Yeah. And so I, I watched the video. I was like, the same thing. Oh, my gosh. Like, yo, what the fuck? And that I was also like, that's a good looking ponytail. Okay. Yes. Agree. That agree. Is, is shiny. Yes, it was shiny. It's cute. I was like, all right, you, you, you fucking did it. Whatever you were cute. trying to, yeah. Whatever you was trying to do, you did it. So I watched the video. I was like, wow, this is scary. I also did not get scammer vibes. Mm-hmm. And because I'm a part of Black Twitter CSI, I did look back to see all of her like other videos and like mm-hmm. what kind of vibe yeah. she'd be on. I had already gone through her Instagram by the time. Days <laughs> later, when everybody discovered that she was 40, I had already like, read through all there. the comments on her Apple her happy birthday posts like already. <laughs> Like where where was y'all? Dave, I knew this the, the day I saw this video. I discovered how I found out. I did the job. I did the work to see how old she was. I wasn't looking for how old she was. I was looking to see who is this person, yeah. what are they presenting, you know, and why are they presenting this and yada yada yada. Yes. Because while she didn't look, it wasn't giving me scammer vibes yeah. at all. You know, I try to look at everything on the internet with a critical yes. eye and mm-hmm. see, okay, what is this? But I was curious enough to do that. You know, some things you look at and you just scroll past. Yeah. But I was curious mm-hmm. enough to see, okay, what is this giving? And I was invested in the story because it was an interesting story. Very if interesting. you are a black girl who gave a shit about your appearance, your hair, plays with hair, cares about hair or whatever, there was there's an interest in this story. Like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like, what's she, what's she going to try next? What's, what's the yeah, update? What's yada, yada, yada. yada. Yep. So I was definitely among the black girls interested in where's this story going? going. What's going to happen yes. next? You know? Because I honestly thought like, oh, she could just wait for her hair to grow. <laughs> like, wait for it to grow. Right. The other thing, okay, so the other thing about this is that I also would not have made that mistake mm-hmm. because... I don't think you need an explanation. Because- I think you just would... <laughs> Well, I wouldn't make that mistake, but I'm also the kind of person, there are people, we all know people like this who are like, nah, it's fine. Yeah. That's like a personality type Mm -hmm. of people who be like, nah, it's fine. Like whatever you want to do. You would like. Right. I'm an investigator. I'm detail oriented. Mm -hmm. I'm a, if two people told me, no, it's cool. I tried it. I'm still investigating and looking for one person to be like, nah, girl, I tried it. Don't do it. That's my personality. Yeah. So unless I had seen people, you know, a bunch of people do that successfully, I don't think that that's a mistake that I would have made. Mm -hmm. But we all know people who be like, nah, it's fine. Nah, it's fine. Nah, it's fine. I've been with people like that where Mm -hmm. I've said, nah, you shouldn't do that. They're like, nah, it's fine. Like, Mm -hmm. anyway. So yeah, I don't think that's a mistake that I would have made. But that's what I thought about it originally. Mm -hmm. So how you just said she could grow it out. Mm-hmm. right I, you could just grow it like we were all a lot of people i was reading the comments under the tiktok and people giving suggestions a lot of us were giving suggestions that didn't make any scientific sense mm-hmm. based on what had taken place yeah right because yeah it's glue but i don't think i don't think that people fully understood how bonding yeah exactly. this kind of glue it's, was yeah. right mm-hmm. and so the reason why i say that is because yes she made this mistake that a lot of us would never even do Mm-hmm. Like would never put no shit like this yeah. That's on our the skin thing or on our head or whatever. Like, Cause you have the hair cabinet. Like you went to the other cabinet with the other she stuff. She went to the other cabinet. Yeah, she had it. She said there were a lot of people speculating on why she had that in her house, but she has used it for crafts. 
and she has used it for the holidays and shit like that so she, that's why she had it in the house but yeah she definitely went to the other cabinet yeah that's what, that's what i'm just like and got that shit and yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah but the reason why I say like people, everyday folks like us in the comments having mm-hmm. all these suggestions that we're not going to work at for all, this science, it's been we're not going to work at all. Rule, so obviously, yeah, that's not, that's not how yeah. any of this works. <laughs> right. The reason that we were coming up, I think, with those basic solutions is the reason is a part of the reason why she made this basic ass yeah, mistake. Because we're basic. It's not because we're fucking <laughs> basic. <laughs> okay. It's not understanding how these things work. Mm-hmm. And if you're one of those people who's like, it'll be all right. If you're one of those people, you know, which I, I kind of think my grandmother was a careful person, but one of my grandmothers was definitely a it'll be all right kind of person. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, probably due to her age, it was all right. <laughs> for the most part, I would call her and be like, hey, grandma, is this spoiled? It'll be all right. Everything was like, you'll be all right. It'll be all right. It's fine. I'm generally like that. Like, eh, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. And so I could see I could see how she could make that mistake. Mm-hmm. And in interviews, even though I would not in interviews, she talked about how, you know, she was just going to one of her sons either a game or some some kind of thing that you got to go to for the kids Mm -hmm. right and she said when she came home she was gonna wash it right out that's what she was thinking you know and yeah i just think we're fucking basic it's not a mistake that you or i would have made but i could see it happening especially when as black people right and i say this as black people and what i really just mean is as not the majority population of motherfuckers Mm -hmm. right we have used so many things that's that not for what things that are for. not what they say on the label yeah and what do we say like that is do with we're stuff, saying like trying look, stuff look at us we're ingenuity. so innovative look at us yes. we make something out of nothing look at right. how we do all of this stuff yeah black people like <laughs> <laughs> that's how yes. we respond when it works yes. when it works out when we do shit like that it's like yes, yes look at us look at let us. me tell you first of all her ponytail looks so slick if she was doing a hair tutorial and that shit actually worked and she had given us the keys and the tools to tell us how you could get it out, yeah. it would be populations of people who were using fucking Gorilla Glue, gorilla glue and to tighten up before they put the braid in the extensions. Yes. Like, that's just the reality that's of it. And real. so that was another thing that kind of shocked me. So eventually when we were talking about how this story kind of devolved, she released a GoFundMe to help in her healing and yada 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 mm-hmm. right because none of the suggestions people were giving were working so this is obviously something where she's gonna have to go to the doctor yeah that's an expense period and who knows what's gonna happen after mm-hmm. why not drop a yeah, i think she was also so people, trying to raise money for a wig too so that she right knew maybe this hair is done for right right let me just get a yes. laid wig too which is not a problem not a problem and good wigs good hair oh, is expensive money. And we all been on the internet consuming this story ravenously. And there's no reason why that should not cost. You know, how you know what much? I'm saying? You don't have to. You, know you don't have to donate to the brought money me. to other people. Yeah. Think of all the publications. Think of like mm-hmm. whatever. Think mm-hmm. about all the podcasters that have talked about this so far. Yep. Think about yep. all of the, the Instagram blog places that have used this story as a way to generate income for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, her asking for a coin, yep. I don't think is that is bad. It's not. So she was ridiculed mm-hmm. for 
making a GoFundMe. Yeah. The conversation is started to devolve into like overall ridicule and people talking about how not smart she was and why would you do that and implying that she did it on purpose and that she did it for attention and that she did it to scam. She's scamming, which to me, putting up a GoFundMe for she told us what, what it was. was. We all saw that's what a, happened. That's how that platform What's the works scam? though. That's how that platform works. You go on and you ask for something. We already knew the mm-hmm. whole situation. What mm-hmm. is the scam? What's the scam? Any of us could be like, nah, we're good. <laughs> what's what's the scam? There's no scam in that. There's no scam in that. We did, just for transparency, we did. I did reach out to Tessica's management mm-hmm. to talk to her on the show or whatever. They did not respond, which is fine. What mm-hmm. I really wanted to do, the conversation, first of all, I wanted to talk directly to Tessica. I didn't want to talk about this like around or about her or whatever. Yeah. And I had questions. <laughs> I had questions. You this was before the ET interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was before that. This was before the ET interview. And I wanted to talk to her, black girl to black girl, and ask what had happened, why had it happened, mm-hmm. and you know, all of that. Yeah. But there was actually an ET interview with Malicia Johnson that I thought was really good. Mm -hmm. And she talked to her like a fucking human being, black woman to black woman. Exactly. What happened? What's your experience been? What you going through? That type of thing and whatever. Yeah. So I appreciated that interview for sure. But yeah, watching people respond to this was i think really telling it was like upsetting because of course there are aspects of this that are funny Mm -hmm. but it turned the the ridicule and kind of the berating was weird to me i think it's normal to see something that we think is bizarre and be like oh shit that's bizarre yeah but some of the language was really weird yeah i started to see the tide turn because everyone had an opinion and everyone can have an opinion so we're not saying that but when it started to be about like the responsibility (laughs) and like accountability Mm. of this and Mm -hmm. who should hold that and this it was just like wait 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 y'all are making something way like this this is not that important to the mm. extent of where we're like, who should be accountable? She shouldn't sue, mm. even though we know that she wasn't suing. She shouldn't sue. She should just live mm. in her own mistake. And then it was just like, relax, calm down. This there is not whole, harming you. This is only harming her in her head. This has nothing to do with any of our pockets. None nothing. of it. There were whole clubhouse rooms dedicated <laughs> to her as a scammer and why would she do this? How dare she? I Mind you, in, I was like, what mad they, scammer they rooms why would clubhouse. she do Thank you. Why would she do this? And now she got to go fund me. And how, why is she getting all this attention? And da 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 da. That's another thing that was confusing. If you're jealous, just say that. Just say it. It was mad influencers talking mad spicy, which, if you are an influencer, right? Micro, macro, whatever manner of influence you have on social media. People are usually drawn to you for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. They could be drawn to how you look. They could be drawn to whatever kind of lifestyle you're selling. Yep. They could be drawn to like, they could think that it's hot when you and your boyfriend make out in the shower and post it on your social media account or whatever. And they think, oh, this is cute. I'm, I'm going to follow this brand for a long time. <laughs> They could be drawn to that basic content. Mm -hmm. They could be drawn to, uh, you could be teaching, educating people. They could be drawn to like whatever ridiculous shit you're doing. Like, oh shit, let me see what kind of ridiculous Mm -hmm. shit this is about. All manner of things can be used to draw people to you. Draw people to you, garner influence, like give yourself a voice, whatever the fuck. It's so many different reasons that people follow 
influencers and influencer accounts. Yeah. And I just found it really interesting that people who are influencers for a living were so disturbed by the fact that this black woman shared her story mm-hmm. of doing something that many of us thought was ridiculous. Yeah. And was generating any kind of notoriety, attention, or income from it. Mm -hmm. I thought that that was really strange. It was strange. Because there are influencers who, what they do, people find interesting. Like, for what a lot of people would seem like for nothing. And we know that for a lot of influencers, they put a lot of work into their content. We also know that there are influencers who don't really put any work into their content. content. We also know that there are influencers who people just follow because they're light-skinned. We know Mm -hmm. there are influencers influencers who people just follow because they got a big butt and maybe the the pictures aren't that great but they got a big big butt butt. like that's what they do Mm -hmm. there are so many different kinds of influencers that i find it really strange when influencers position themselves in a way to say yeah i'm an influencer but i'm not that kind Kind of of influencer influencer, or i'm better than these kinds of influencers or whatever and there's there are conversations to be had about integrity because being an influencer on any level comes with a certain amount of responsibility because you can influence people to do ridiculous things. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Tessica gaining attention and interest in her story was not a harmful thing that was going to influence people into doing anything that was damaging to themselves or damaging to to anyone society to she anyone was the only one to harmed anyone. in the situation right she was the only right. one harmed and if she had not posted her story mm-hmm. she would not have ever got that shit out of her head yeah okay they yes. would have fucking burned her scalp off in the er if she had stayed in there With 20 hours to like wipes. Yeah, she would have lost all her hair if she did not fucking say to the public, hey, this is what I'm going through. Like, and like she needed help. Yeah, she needed help. She needed help. So I think I think that she did receive a lot of hate online. But in terms of like the cosmetic results of actually being able to get find somebody Mm -hmm. in the country who fucking knew chemistry, a plastic surgeon Mm -hmm. who knew chemistry and could get that shit out of her head. I think it was to her benefit to share that shit online. Definitely. The thing that makes me uncomfortable with the the kind of the influencers outrage with this is that you decided to become an influencer something bad happened to this person and then lots of eyes were on her that's something completely Mm -hmm. different and for you to like equate and see her asking for help for whatever and you Mm -hmm. equate that to what you do that's something about you and what you think about influencers and what you think about that whole setup anyway if Mm -hmm. you think influencer is just about the amount of eyes on you are you that influence you like look into mm-hmm. like look into yourself and like think about that for yourself as an influencer if you think it's just about the amount of people looking at you and not really about what you are offering the right. space i'm talking to people who were like threatened from the people i've heard the people who felt angered by this mm-hmm. were influencers who i would assume have like curated a certain space like if you have curated right. community and whatever in a certain space in that way a motherfucker with gorilla glue in their head getting a bunch mm-hmm. of eyes on them from a mistake that they made has nothing to fucking do with you right like right get it over sounded yourself. very much get over yourself that's not what's happening there mm-hmm. you know it sounded very much like scarcity yeah shit yes. like scarcity mentality mm-hmm. like because tessica is getting this level of attention it gives what i do a bad name and it's going to detract it's going to take away right. from, from the work whatever I influence i have in the world here. whatever attention yeah. that i'm getting 
And I thought that that was really fucking strange. It was really fucking strange. And it also bothered me that there was this conversation about like, like that she didn't deserve the attention, that she didn't deserve Mm -hmm. people reaching out and offering to send her a wig, that she didn't deserve the doctor offering his services at no cost. It was people in her comments talking about, well, now you got, now that you got all this GoFundMe information, are you going to give the doctor their money back? Are you going to like... That's weird. And that's the part for me when I first started seeing it. I know this, what you're saying is a little later in the story of Tessica. But I remember tweeting like, this is going to get classist and misogynoirist real quick. Mm -hmm. Like this is, I just just know what it is because this black woman isn't deserving of anything. And I dare her open her mouth to ask for any fucking thing. And I dare Mm -hmm. anybody give her any fucking thing, be it a wig Mm -hmm. or surgery. This bitch don't Mm -hmm. deserve shit. Right. So that's that's the tone that I was starting to see like rise when I was like, yo, this is about to get real. Like this Mm -hmm. black woman don't deserve shit. Like who the fuck is she to 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 fucking really weird have people empathize, sympathize, feel for her, Mm -hmm. care for her. Who the fuck is this bitch? Because she made a mistake. Now she's garnered this. And that's where it was just like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, do y'all fuck with black women or not? Which I know they don't. But like. No. You be saying you do, <laughs> and you can't give one black woman grace who just put gorilla glue in her head. It's just gorilla glue. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt nobody else. She ain't kill no babies. Okay, mm-hmm. she, she didn't put it in her baby's hair. She, you know, like she, it was literally something she did—a mistake that she made that only affected her. And the mm-hmm. weird vitriol kind of stuff that came out of it because we think black women don't deserve shit. And how dare you fix your face to even ask for help? from a mistake you made that was the part Mm -hmm. i was like these motherfuckers is wilding like i was laughing with y'all before like girl you bugging girl i was there with y'all but when it got to that other place i was like y'all weird it was really yeah it was it was really weird and really disturbing and if people wanted to support her financially like that's up to them like it was weird so weird it was so weird weird it was really weird it was really weird and disappointing the other thing and i just want to reiterate people were following this story mad close and it did generate money for other people for mad other people why can't she make why can't she she make money money off of it so she started the gofundme what'd you say i said it was her head why can't she make money off of it like right (laughs) it was her head it was her story she started the gofundme she i'm not sure let me look she might have taken it down honestly they said she donated the money She's donating the money. So she donated $20,000 to the plastic surgeon. I think he has a agency that does pro bono, like reconstructive mm-hmm. surgery. Okay. So she de- donated $20,000 to that. Okay. And it's been said that she's donating the rest of the money to other organizations. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing wrong with that. But no. she was made to feel like she, she should not she, pocket she, she any of this she, money. She shouldn't have it. Yeah. Anything. And it's like, this was your story that the whole internet was either supporting you, laughing at you, ridiculing you. People were following this shit mad close. Yeah, yeah, people were on her Instagram refreshing by yes, the minute. People are fucking making merch. I've seen fucking greeting cards. I've seen fucking t-shirts. I've seen a fucking cake with this woman's face on it so everybody else could like mm-hmm. you know black capitalism we love it when it's everywhere else you could do it in that way if you make it a product to be sold then it's sure then it's worth the money but because of black women mm-hmm. just ask now it's like nah man you're not supposed to ask you're supposed to do some shit you're supposed to work you're supposed to like right. give me a product <laughs> 
and it's like no. give me a product or or fucking yeah i don't know the that whole accountability conversation of like you supposed to go through this by yourself yeah mm-hmm. you made a mistake you're black you're a bitch do it alone yeah and it's like honestly y'all should just learn that maybe you should broadcast your mistakes and maybe you'll get help okay maybe you need to learn to open your <laughs> fucking mouth for help you make a mistake open your fucking mouth yeah. and maybe somebody will help you that should be mm-hmm. the lesson not no shut up you black bitch <laughs> like, that's yeah what I was like. it was weird it was weird like what the fuck she just opened her mouth about something and she yeah. got help and everyone was just so upset <laughs> Got help. That was a strange to me. So upset. So the GoFundMe right now, the GoFundMe is at almost twenty four thousand dollars, right? So she she donated twenty thousand dollars to that organization, and the rest she's uh, supposedly going to donate to other organizations. Oh, the organization it, is the me, organization of Texaco Brown. <laughs> me too. Because what the fuck? Me too. Because there's no reason why she should not be able to pocket some of this money. Like, I'm I'm very disturbed. In her interviews, she was talking about people were offering her things and she was, like, declining them because she didn't want to seem like she was in it for yeah. personal gain or mm-hmm. money or whatever. But, like, a horrible thing happened and we're all talking about it. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. So. That was just strange. Another thing that I thought was strange as the story escalated was, I remember, she went to the emergency mm-hmm. room and um, the doctor was like, well, the acetone mixture or some shit like that. And she tried it and that shit burned. So mm-hmm. then I don't know where it came about that. She, well, you might just have to cut your hair. And she was like, no, I don't want to cut her hair. And I did see a conversation of people was like, girl, it's just hair. Let it go. Like, what the, like, girl, mm-hmm. you're like, whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. black hair is never just hair. You know what I'm saying? When it, everyone has their own decisions and make their own choices as to their hair. I know me personally, I probably would have cut my hair, but I, I would have been mm-hmm. devastated to be to have shaved right. my whole head. That's not something that I'm comfortable with. That is not a look that I am going for. And that's not something that black mm-hmm. women just do. Like we literally made fun of each other for lack of edges. And that's just a piece of your hair not being there. Mm-hmm. And y'all, mm-hmm. she was just supposed to be like, okay, shave my head. Like, come on, let's be realistic. Like right. that's not some shit that black women are just doing. And I, what I liked about her journey is that outside of the ridicule and everyone making her, she doesn't deserve, making her feel like she doesn't deserve things because she was never satisfied because she was like, no, I don't want to cut my hair. She was able to Mm -hmm. actually find what she wanted. And I was a surgeon who was able to do it without shaving her head. So I think it's important for, for black people to understand, like just because something is given to you and a hospital says fucking, this is all we could do and that's it. You could not be satisfied. Like we say all the time that black people were supposed to advocate for ourselves in these medical spaces anyway mm-hmm. and push for stuff in this anyway. But because yeah. it's her hair and she was like, nah, this don't, I, I'm not satisfied. I'm not going to shave my hair. Then it was like, bitch, what kind of decisions? You mm-hmm. There you go. Making more bad decisions. And it was like, right. I thought this would be supposed to be doing. Like, I thought we were supposed to be like pushing for what we actually want. Mm-hmm. Is, is that, are we... Is that allowed? Or is, is are we for real yeah. about that? And everything, even something as minute to me, hair is not minute, but if, this mm-hmm. on a scale of things, something as mm-hmm. minute as hair mm-hmm. cannot be like fucking what's the word like unsatisfied, right? And require more, even with something as simple of how you fucking treat my hair. Mm-hmm. That's not allowed. 
Yeah. That shit was she weird had to it. me too. Yeah. It was weird. You know, it had been like that for a whole month before we heard about the story. And when she did go to the ER and they told her, okay, this will take 20 hours. You can stay here and we can do it. You know, it'll take 20 hours. We're using acetone. It was burning her scalp. Mm-hmm. If she had stayed in there, if she had just been satisfied with that, she might have got it out, but her whole scalp would have been burnt. burnt up. Her whole scalp would have been oh, burnt. All of that. She might have had to cut her hair off or whatever, which in the grand scheme of things, you know, it's not life or death. But. The fact that she was able to see somebody who actually made a solution that would not burn her fucking scalp off yeah. or whatever. Like when we go to these doctors, you know, you're only working with whatever whatever knowledge that particular doctor has yes. and whatever bandwidth they have to communicate with their network of what, other doctors yep. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that doctor only knows yeah. what that doctor knows. And so I'm glad that she was able to wait and see somebody who was actually able to do something that would not fucking singe her scalp so I'm, I'm glad that she was able to see somebody who was able to do it with care and watching the video that shit was so relieving and soothing i, I know like, I, I like grooming kind of things oh, thank like, god i do have to want to say something really quick so to the people who was like why would you put that in here you know that has chemicals in it blah blah blah, blah. And mm-hmm. it's like we come from yes lots of us have natural hair now lots of us have not really, we used to go to the beauty salon and burn the shit out of our hair with some lilac product <laughs> Mm-hmm. every six weeks yep. and to yep. us that was normal you know what i'm saying yep. like there fucking, are dominican salons that put a dollop of fucking perm in the conditioner. conditioner you there to just get your hair conditioned yeah, washed and fucking maybe blown out yeah. these are black people yes. fucking putting lie in conditioner <laughs> like it's it's at the beauty salon it's all kind of shit it's all kind of shit that we have done to assimilate and to fit into these European standards of beauty that yeah. have been put upon us. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yep. So it was just weird for me to see that kind of like judgment of like, why would she put all those chemicals? I'm like, we literally used to sit mm-hmm. there and fry our scalps. Like I fry remember our scalps, being, crispy ears. Yes. I remember being like younger and like, let's say someone, the relaxer sat in too long and you would get those like burn kind of scabs. Mm-hmm. And it was just like kind of normal. Like, yeah, it was still like, no one wanted that. That wasn't something we were trying right. to achieve, but it was like, dang girl, they burnt your scalp. Yeah, girl. And they got to put more Vaseline in there next time. You know, like it was a part of the thing. Mm -hmm. So it was part of, it was weird for me to, for people to be like, oh my God, the chemicals was like, Mm -hmm. yo, we dead ass used to like. Yes. There are people who would iron their hair. But a fucking iron. Like, yeah, you could, you could fucking fry an egg. Yeah. You can fry an egg right now on a flat iron. And we put that shit like on our heads. Like there are all kinds of things that are done that are not super safe in the name of beauty so it's it's just it's not so far-fetched because of the way that black hair is stigmatized because of the way that like our hair is policed oftentimes our hair is done but is not considered done Done. or fixed according to european beauty standards and that's what beauty has been dictated by or how beauty has been dictated across the globe in many instances and so it's just interesting some of the comments about like where was she going that it was so important that, that she, she had have to. her hair look like this or that neat or whatever? You know, like while edges are super important to a lot of black people, it is because that was a sign of like your hair being, being neat yes, or not. Is your hair neat or not? Our if you have fly a kink, ways aren't taking the way people with that kind of right, white kind of like hair flyaways. Hair, yeah. I have a flyaway mm-hmm. with my 4C here. 
my hair is not in quotations done to a lot of people it's not neat it doesn't look clean clean black hair clean 4c hair does not look clean to a lot of white people to a lot of the majority population because there's right because there's a limited understanding of what clean or neat is Mm -hmm. and so it is not uncommon to have this kind of i'm using obsession for lack of a better word Mm -hmm. but this obsession with looking neat put together with everything in place as a black girl like for your hair you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that's not such a rare thing yeah this was incredibly dangerous we're glad that she was able to get help it was not a wise decision to spray your hair with something that you've never used on your hair before i'm not putting anything in my hair that has a gorilla as the graphic on the can like <laughs> we've done that there's a gorilla on the gorilla snots oh yeah you're right and i do use. use gorilla snot so yes lies, <laughs> lies i tell lies yes. i tell gorilla snot for anybody who doesn't know gorilla snot is a gel they have different kinds of gels and the can does not look the same but it is called gorilla snot, gorilla snot. they sell it in the beauty supply and store it and it gorilla, is so yeah it is a huge gorilla on yes. it on all the packages it's a gorilla I with a different hairstyle i don't use it anymore so i forgot but yes i definitely right. used to use yeah gorilla snot. yeah yeah it mm. comes in all different like textures or whatever i don't yeah i don't use it anymore either but mm. you know it's not uncommon to feel this need or this panic i have i have had moments throughout my lifetime being a 4c girl even when i had a perm or even when my hair was straightened or in mm-hmm. braids or whatever feeling like oh my god what, like how do i fix i, I need to fix, fix this. this and this is a panic before yep. i leave the house mm-hmm. this has to be fixed and what can i do and oh, oh and you you can make bad hair decisions in a fucking panic yep. you know what i'm saying so again this was not wise but it's just interesting to see a lot of people's reactions to it and i also have to say and i always say this say as it. a 4c black girl it, if you are a wet and wavy hair bitch i don't want to hear shit about what you have to say about, about hair. hair like hair staying because mm-hmm. your hair even if you Wet are a black brush, person, if your hair is back, wet, yes. And you're you done, okay? And you're good. If you can wet your brush and do baby hairs, <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from you about black hair and the challenges of black girl hair. I don't want to fucking yeah, hear it. That's fucking either. weird. Yes. That's fucking weird to me. And texturism is a thing. It exists. And I wish that people would recognize their privilege. If you are somebody who had wet and wavy hair, your hair was deemed, quote unquote, good hair. Yes. And the ways in which kinkier hair is policed as being not done inappropriate needs to be yep. pulled back pull it back mm-hmm. snatch it back we can't pull it back no shut we, up we need to be, so, use those things those other yeah. things to to get the pullback or whatever if fuck. you're a wet and wavy bitch if your hair just looks shiny because it just looks shiny i don't give a yeah. fuck to the how back. black or dark skin you are to shut up <laughs> This is not the the conversation. This is not the conversation for you to mock or be heavily involved in because you can you can actually slick your whole ponytail with water. Mm -hmm. You don't need to use regular gel or (laughs) bonding furniture glue. (laughs) (laughs) So so be quiet. Yeah. Be quiet. I still have not found an actual hair gel that will hold my shit in Mm -hmm. that way. So I'm just like, fuck Mm -hmm. it. My hair is just doing what it does. That's the point I'm at with it now. But, and if I do my baby hairs, but after a while, that's going to be gone. And then my hair is going to do what it does. There's nothing. Maybe she thought, okay, you know what? (laughs) 
Let me take it to the next level because mm-hmm. none of this shit fucking works. Jay and I have been trying for years, 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 years. We've even <laughs> we've even put a call out on this show years ago. Yes. What the fuck kind of gel yes. are y'all using to lay y'all what edges? Because nothing fucking works for us, and we still what have not found using? something that works. We haven't found it. And Somebody it looks like the only thing that, that, that works is Gorilla Goo because her her hair was laid for a whole fucking it was month. Laid. It was late. Don't use Gorilla Glue. Don't use Gorilla Glue. It, did, it was late, though. But, no, somebody did send me that um video of that. I t- we talked about this on the show. The Instagram where they slick the edges and then they rub their finger <laughs> across it to show you it stays in place. That, to me, I, when I saw that, I was like, what is this? Gorilla Glue? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't like, want that in my hair. I don't. Yeah, that's, that's too much. That actually, you know what? That's a little bit yeah. much. But yeah, it, it is an ongoing journey to find something that will lay your edges or whatever. But yeah, to the point where if I I'm not out and about in the world and I'm not as obsessed about my edges, but like I mm-hmm. used to carry a little like a little fucking jar of whatever else, whatever I put in my hair in the morning to do my edges for whatever. I would carry mm-hmm. a little one so I could like do a touch up. Why the fuck do I even have to care and worry about that shit? But I sure. have to as a four C person because it mm-hmm. becomes something else. When my little mm-hmm. froze pop up on my head, you know, like right. so. Right. She she yeah. thought gorilla glue. Don't use that shit, it's y'all. It's the whole thing. Don't do not use that shit. But I can um, see. Also, I can see. <laughs> I see how you got there. I can see. How- I do see how you got there. Uh, also, shout out to Lynn Martin. Who that? Lynn Martin is the Lynn Martin is the black man who uh, glued his mouth shut. Glued his mouth shut to prove that she was lying. So he took a he took a cup. Uh-huh. He took a red cup and uh put the glue around the rim of the cup and, and put it over his mouth, his mouth with it. yeah so his, his mouth i'm sure was open under the cup but to me that's you glued your whole <laughs> mouth shut to make a ridiculous point <laughs> ridiculous so he said he tried it before and he was able to lick it off first of all it didn't dry then first that? of all why are you looking gorilla glue this this nigga that's he paced <laughs> right <laughs> what are you doing what are you all of this to prove that she was a lying black bitch, okay, <laughs> who didn't need all this attention and, and it was now, nothing wrong. And now she could get it at? out her hair. Where he at in the ER now? Cause he didn't he want had to go to the movie. ER because he had glued his mouth shut, okay, trying to make that point on the internet. I wanna know who was holding That's the camera. That's who y'all be mad at. Because we he had a cautionary tale. <laughs> we had it. The mistake was already made, but he wanted to prove that she was lying. She was being extra. She was being manipulative and um, glued his mouth shut. <laughs> well, you know what? Shut. That's what it needs to be. Shut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I really do. I really do. She's selling merch now for anybody who's interested in that. Mm-hmm. Tessica Brown is selling merch. You can check it out via her Instagram. But I really do hope, whether it's through her merch or... GoFundMe that is that she is able to pocket some money from the whole internet talking about this experience being ridiculed. Weeks. She had to turn for the, for her merch. She had to turn the comments off for real on the Instagram post. Yeah, the, the comments are off, and so I went to look at comments from some of the previous posts. Uh-huh. And all of the top comments, like as far as I could go through before I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you have other stuff to do today. It was all negative. So you're going to give them, we're going to pay the doctor back for his money now for helping you. So are you going to, what are you going to give all this money back? So you did this, that like all of it really nasty, vile shit. It was bizarre. I'm glad that Tessica is okay. Yeah, me And too. yeah, I just think that people are interesting people are interesting the way people project is really interesting the way people think that they have kind of like rights to people is fucking 
strange like Mm -hmm. to the point where you were like adamantly angry with this person that you don't know who didn't harm anyone else yeah what the fuck like what the fuck especially people who i've seen in spaces who talk about the agency of black people just how we're we supposed to be able to be free and move freely this isn't that so to see people like double down on her for making a choice that i wouldn't make you wouldn't make lots of people wouldn't make but like to be that angry and disgusted because how dare this black yeah. bitch open her mouth and ask for anything mm-hmm. was pretty how dare people offer her things for free <laughs> like just yeah. you if you're jealous just say that yeah if you are jealous just say that living that truth okay Jealousy is a natural thing. Just say that. All that other projection was like, y'all are bonkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, y'all are bonkers. Mm-hmm. Well, we wish her well. Yes. And shout out to the doctor, yo. That was like, First yo, of chemistry. all, doctors, he looking, he look cute, right? But like, I heard he was on a reality doctor. show or some shit. And it was called Second Wife stuff. So he, you know, doing his thing. He's like a millionaire plastic surgeon. But, you know, if you want to. And she supposed to pay him back for the four hours that he donated of his time that he willingly said, hey, hey let me do this. And I'm he made the this, solvent because yeah. he's his background is chemistry also, even mm-hmm. even though he's a medical doctor. He mm-hmm. made the solvent. You think he's not going to make that Thank solvent you. a thing that's sold Thank in stores? You. Motherfuckers. Hello. Motherfuckers. Hello. Are we not mad at Gorilla Glue because they didn't know how to solve their own fucking problem? Mm. You've been making this shit for years and you haven't f- had a solvent mm. to f- to fix this? Mm-hmm. But we're yelling at her. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was just weird. I would For yeah. me, it was like, dang, they don't even got, they don't even know how to, they don't have nothing. For, they don't have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla Glue exists for that long. Y'all damn got nothing. Oh, okay. We okay with that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just glad. I'm glad that she got help. And I'm glad that this saga is over. Honestly. Yeah. If that doctor want to hit me up, hey, boo. Let's do this. Word on the street is you don't want them kind of problems. Ghanaian um, Twitter warned you about him. Look, okay. Look, I, I, I've been fucked over by a Ghanaian before. What's, what's one more time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Don't bring that energy over here. Oh gosh. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're gonna get into a news that's not news story. Talk a little bit about the COVID vaccine, pay black women, and throw somebody in the pit, yo, because uh, Valentine's Day on the internet. <laughs> was a lot was and corporations got in on the fun yo so yes. we're gonna get into somebody who clearly didn't think that through money 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 <laughs> money do you know what this year is what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women year. your money yes give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so, so. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website yo tvqueenandj.com hit that donate tab Mm -hmm. and we have two options there two two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. 
That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. Calling all black women and femme creators, entrepreneurs, and professionals. Do you need support managing your time and resources? Are you looking to build consistency in your business? Are you prepared to shed habits that may be keeping you from your true potential? Matriarch Creative Solutions is for you. Run by intuitive business strategist Casey Kwanzaa, Matriarch Creative Solutions provides creative business strategy and support tools for black women and femme creators, entrepreneurs, and professionals who have the audacity to thrive. Services include project management, event management, systems creation, project planning, idea incubation, accountability coaching, and even custom solutions to meet your unique needs. Matriarch Creative Solutions' mission is to remind us of what happens when we step into our power. We should not have to do everything on our own. To learn more about how Matriarch Creative Solutions can support you, visit their website, wearematriarch.co. That's wearematriarch.co. Subscribe to their mailing list and receive 11% off your first service and follow them on Pinterest and Instagram at wearematriarch. Matriarch Creative Solutions, strategically inspiring Black women and femmes and our ability to build wealth for our generations. And we're black all the time. Right. Let's get into a news that's not news story. Mm-hmm. I guess even though we were free, we were still slaves in the mind. Nothing. News That's Not News is a segment where we highlight a news story that we feel like is either not getting enough attention or we want to cover it the way only a womanist race nerd can or it's a story that you already heard about that we want to highlight. So what is our News That's Not News story for the day? Yeah, so for News That's Not News, we're going to chat a little bit about the COVID-19 vaccine, the tracking and distributed system that is currently being used in some states. This is from, just give you a little snippet of the New York Times stuff so you can get some back information. So according to the New York Times last spring, the Trump administration awarded the first of two no-bid contracts that means no one bid for them, worth up to $44 million to a national consultant firm to help patients register to be immunized and to help states collect detailed data on vaccine recipients. And that resulted in the VAMS. So that is the Vaccine Administration Management System. And that was built by Deloitte. Yeah, Deloitte. So that's the name of the firm in collaboration with the CDC that is tracking who took the vaccine, especially because the vaccine has to be taken in two doses. So tracking who mm-hmm. received it, who got the second dose and stuff like that and keeping those numbers in place, right? Mm-hmm. So it's come to the attention of the New York Times that this system was allegedly stolen from a black woman. A black mm-hmm. woman by the name of Tiffany Tate is the creator of the vaccination tracker called Prep Mod. She's seeking $15 million in damages after she believed the CDC and Deloitte took ideas from her vaccination tracker and implemented them 
in their own kind of the vans kind of system so how this all came about well i'll give you some information about her so she is actually an immunization expert she has created these kinds of systems for like i think maybe a period of like 20 years that she's been making like kind Mm -hmm. of immunization tracking systems she does it for for black people really most of the most of these tracking systems are in underserved kind of black places where she has created these systems to track different vaccines and stuff like that for us so that Mm -hmm. is an easy way for doctors to see what immunizations you had in the past versus now or whatever so that's what she does she does this this is what she does i'm going to go into the timeline that she details in the cease and desist letter that she sent to Mm -hmm. the cdc and doulette initially so tate started talking with the cdc in march of last year when the pandemic first began in the meeting in march tate did agree to allow the cdc to see details about prep mod according to her letter after presenting her system to the cdc and doulette in april Tate alleges the CDC's immunization information system director asked about the cost of the system and wanted to meet with Tate's technical team. In May, CDC and Dolette received details about Tate's system with the CDC, admitting it wasn't prepared to take on vaccination distribution with its current system. So this is when they're like in talks to kind of say, well, whatever we're doing over here isn't adequate. Can we see what you're doing because Mm -hmm. you've been doing this? So they know that she knows how to do this, and she's the source who could kind of, like, get it together. The CDC later unveiled VAMS after this conversation. So they have this conversation and say, we are not adequate. We don't have the tools. We don't have the range. What do you have? What, what kind of systems do you have that whatever, whatever, whatever? Because she's under the impression that she would be the one who was contracted to do this and build out the system for the COVID-19 vaccine. But then later, CDC reveals that they have created VAMS, the system that mm-hmm. the CDC is using to track this which has a very similar structure to prep mod Mm -hmm. so that's when she realized like these motherfuckers have stolen my shit so that's when that happened so it's like hmm could be coincidence maybe i don't know whatever but then later in may she noticed that when prep mob added some features or changed some things all of a sudden vams has similar features based on the changes or updates that she did for the system that she created. So that's when it was like, all right, these motherfuckers are like stealing my shit. Mm-hmm. At the end of all of this, the CDC offered Doylette, and I'm not, I tried to look into what this company was. It is a tracking system, but it has nothing to do with medical kind of like tracking and data and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So the CDC offered this contract to Dolette to do this tracking system, which is actually very overpriced in comparison to what she would have created. What she wanted to create, Mm -hmm. because she actually wanted to help people, was create this system. The CDC contracts her, but she wanted it to be distributed to states for free because we are in a pandemic and we actually care about people and we want Mm -hmm. people to be taken care of. But I feel Mm -hmm. that the CDC and whoever is involved with this shit just kind of just saw a money grab. So they like contracted this other place who doesn't really know what they're doing in terms of tracking medical things so yeah so that's kind of where we're at with that it's just been revealed only last week that she sent the cease and desist letter and when you send a cease and desist letter according to this new york times article she had to wait six months six months before she can like go to court and like start putting stuff on the books outside of that cease and desist letter and she's Mm -hmm. just at the point where she's like i just wanted to fucking help people like, I don't mm-hmm. have time for all this legal litigation shit. Yeah. There's a fucking pandemic. I just want to help people. Like, what the fuck? Her system is being used way more than the CDC system. 
she's currently prep mod is being used in 27 states and mm-hmm. they actually like it is one state i can't remember off the top of my head that was using the vams system and they've switched to hers like a lot of people do not like their bootleg version their bootleg overpriced version of what they're doing lots of states has opted to either use prep mod or they're like figuring out their own or contracting other people because mm-hmm. i don't know what the cdc doing but it ain't right i think only right now only 10 states are using the vams system to track and distribute mm-hmm. so just here to say that these like what we know they're stealing from a black woman stealing her work not even doing it right because a lot of place places mm-hmm. don't even want to fucking use their tracking system and it's kind of disheartening to see this black woman say i'm gonna just read the exact quote like i'm really busy trying to help people save lives that is my primary goal right now and this litigation stuff we'll just see how this plays out like mm-hmm. why it's just all ridiculous and for them to pay this other company more makes me think follow the money there's some fishy stuff happening because this makes no sense that mm-hmm. there's a 15.8 million dollar contract for the toilette but only 10 states are using it. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think about the conversation with a lot of people like having a hard time like scheduling appointments and this and that. It's like been a difficult thing. And it's like, is it because of this faulty kind of, you know, system yeah. that VAMS is? Anyway, I couldn't find a detailed list of every state that has it because the CDC wants to keep this stuff. It's like, not I wouldn't say anonymous, but it's like they're not releasing which states have used their are using the system as of yet Mm -hmm. probably Mm -hmm. because of all of this all of this i don't know but like this this really stole the shit from this woman allegedly for the sake of us not being sued but like Mm -hmm. what the fuck how i change my shit and you'd be like oh that's the thing how you look at my paper as i change the answer and then you change yours to it too and think i'm not gonna notice that is so whack like, that's whack. That's weird. It just makes me think about like how to protect your intellectual property when you consult with yeah mm-hmm. organizations, companies, or whatever it is. Like people selling scripts and like all of exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. How do you maintain that? Like there should be some law that protects against that. Maybe there is, but this is yeah. This is really disturbing, especially when we're in a pandemic, we're in a guys. Pandemic. We're in a pandemic. And then it's strange because what she was offering was $5 million less than what they contracted to this other place. And then mm. it's it's also weird because like when, to my understanding, when the government is doing stuff like that, you're generally supposed to like vet vendors. Like you, not, you need mm-hmm. to have some kind of proof that you vetted a few options and then like whatever. Right. But it just seems like... That's why they put the no bid. Like, no one even... It was just, like, here. Like, no one, Mm. no other people were in the room bidding for the contracts. It Mm. was just, like, here, you get the contract, which is just, like, what? And it's $5 million more than what you stole from. So you stole from this person and then put on $5 more million for it. That's a lot to us. That's nothing to them. Yeah. Something in... But I'm just saying, something in milk ain't clean. Like, why are you... Why Mm -hmm. do you... If you know that this can happen for less, you know that this can happen for less, Mm -hmm. that $5 million is for something that's not for this. Right. And you just thought she was just going to just be quiet and, like, not do nothing. She don't have time for this, but at the same time, she (laughs) had time for it. She don't. I hope this works in her favor. This is really unfortunate. So I wonder what's popping off with the cease and desist. Did they cease? Did they desist? No, that's still a a thing. So now she has to, now that they didn't do that, now it's like, okay, now I have to go on a litigation. And that's why she's like, I don't have time for this. 
Mm-hmm. Now I have to go through the whole litigation process because you motherfuckers are fucking thieves. And now I have to prove mm-hmm. that this is mine. My system is the one that's working in 27 states successfully. Yeah. Yours is the one where people, like, there's a few states that have tried it and was like, nah, I'm not using that. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. y'all don't know what y'all doing. Y'all overpriced and don't know what y'all doing. Wow. And for her, she has been, because she couldn't do it the way she wanted to, where like they give her the contract, she wanted to distribute it to states for free. She mm-hmm. now has to contract states to like do it because like mm-hmm. the way she wanted to do it just can't work. Right. So it's fucked up. Capitalism and white people, y'all don't know. Gotta love it. <laughs> but Gotta yeah, that's the news. That's not news. They fucking with a black woman, and she just trying to save lives. Just trying to save lives. Yeah. Yo. All right. Well, let's pay a black woman in light of a black woman. This <laughs> is the CDC je- ain't paying. <laughs> in light of a black woman being G'd for her intellectual property. Let's pay a black woman. Give me your fucking money! So if you know a black or indigenous woman, black or indigenous non-binary person, if you are a black person impacted by misogynoir, running a business, leading an initiative, or just somebody who needs to make ends meet, get your hair did, go on vacation, get some gorilla glue, (laughs) I'm joking. Please send your play black women submissions to twithqueenandj at gmail. For crafts. Um, <laughs> for crafts okay and for removal <laughs> yeah we'll help you with that too but yes pay black women jay who are we paying this week this week's pay black woman feature was sent in by Alyssa, and i will read the letter Alyssa is nominating a friend of theirs mm-hmm. and the letter says dear queen and jay happy new year i hope you are both doing well I want to thank you both for the work you're doing and for building this great platform. The podcast has been a great resource and escape for me throughout the pandemic. I moved to L.A. from Brooklyn about four years ago, and listening to your podcast is one of the ways I stay connected to NYC. I want to nominate one of my good friends, Jasmine, who introduced me to your podcast for the Pay Black Women segment. Recently, Jasmine's cat, Dre, underwent emergency surgery on New Year's Day to remove a foreign body that obstructed his intestines. Dre is doing well now and i know jasmine is relieved but went through a lot of stress worry and anxiety when dre was hospitalized the hospital and surgical costs amounted to over six thousand dollars and jasmine's insurance did not cover it i want to share her gofundme in hopes that it could be shared and others could help if they can to support her and dre here's the link to the fundraiser and we'll put the link in the show notes if you're on gofundme right now the name of this gofundme page is dre's emergency surgery so you can check that out but the link to that gofundme will be in the show notes Mm -hmm. back to the letter Alyssa says thank you again for dedicating your time and energy in creating this platform and podcast that is truly unique i appreciate all that you do i'm wishing you abundance of health and happiness in 2021 take care Alyssa. Thank you, Alyssa. And thank you so much for nominating your friend, Mm -hmm. Jasmine. Jasmine, I I checked out the GoFundMe. And I mean, the the GoFundMe has a picture of the cat, but I'm familiar with Jasmine. Jasmine is a listener of the podcast. And they have insurance. Mm -hmm. But in the GoFundMe, it says that when they signed up for insurance, it hadn't kicked in yet yet at the time when Dre needed this surgery. Mm -hmm. So... If you can support Jasmine in recouping some of the $6,000 that was spent in order to keep their cat Dre alive, we would appreciate it. I'm sure Jasmine would appreciate it. Again, we'll put the link to that GoFundMe in the show notes. And that is a GoFundMe for Dre's emergency surgery. Oh, Dre. I just got to keep Dre alive, man. He was just talking about um, Henny at the beginning of the episode. I know. And like, ugh. 
yo, these pets during yeah. the pandemic. Yeah, ain't nobody trying to lose their pet nah. in the pandemic, no, man. Like, no, can't, no, can't do it. Yeah. So that is our pay black women segment. Are you ready to throw somebody in the pit? I am. I am. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. The pit is where we throw people, places, and things who are trying to take our black ass, black joy, trying to suck our energy. That mm-hmm. is where we put those motherfuckers who are trying to do that shit. We put them in the pit. That is the pit. The pit. <laughs> so I actually, I have a pit, but I'm going to let you go first because I know that you have a pit and yours is fun. So let's do the fun pit first. <laughs> okay. And then we'll do All the right. other pit. I just want to know, is anybody not doing a podcast about 90 Day Fiance? <laughs> like, is anyone not? Because I am subscribed to a bunch of different podcasts on a bunch of different topics, and it seems like everybody want to talk about 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> and I don't mind a little bit of that. I don't mind a little oh of that. Gosh. That's okay. I don't mind it. I have watched it, but I don't mm-hmm. watch it regularly, no. If yeah. I had like a if I had a TV in here, like a TV that had cable and shit, when I had it on, mm-hmm. that's something that I would watch. Got it. I mm-hmm. get it. I have listened to podcasts and followed the story. I do find it intriguing. I do find it interesting. I can listen to podcasts about it without watching the show. Yeah. I don't want a podcast that's not an actual dedicated 90 Day Fiance review podcast. I don't want every episode to be about 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I'm fatigued. I'm tired. And there are oh a lot God. of podcasts that are about different things, but because they're able to secure guests from a certain reality TV show, and it's not always 90 Day Fiance, sometimes it's Real Housewives, whatever it yeah. is, mm-hmm. it's like the content of that podcast ends up being solely dedicated to, to these properties. Fiance. And I'm like, I don't come here for this. Mm-hmm. There are shows, there are podcasts that are like, this is what we do. This is what we do every week. Yeah. And I follow and listen to those shows. I'm following these other podcasts for the other things that they said they were about. And it's always 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I don't want any more. Don't want any more. So oh I'm throwing gosh. them in the pit, yo. 90 Day Fiance or these podcasts. No, I'm throwing these podcasts in the pit for not diversifying the content, yo. There's mad or just tell television. me. I'm saying there's mad reality television. Like, there's mad yes. stuff. Just diversify the content. Yeah. It don't even be podcasts that are about reality TV. <laughs> okay? It's just like, this is what we're doing. Or tell me, you know what I would love? Tell me, okay, the next four weeks, this is our series. This is our oh, 90 yeah. Fiance series. series. Right. Mm-hmm. So I know to, that I could, you know, I can pop in or pop if out, but like I at least it, know yeah. what the fuck is going on. That's what's and happening. And I follow this podcast because you talk agency. about this. Thank you. They're taking Thank away you. your agency. Thank you. By doing so it I wanted to way. stop. Yeah. I wanted to stop. Okay. I just wanted to throw that out there. And if you are a podcaster who your thing is not 90 Day Fiance, but every week you dedicate your podcast your entire podcast to some other intellectual property that you ain't already tell me that's what the podcast was about and I came for something else and you're doing this? Find a way to tell me this is what we're doing for the next five weeks, mm-hmm. all right? Yeah. Or stop it. Or stop it. Okay. All right, <laughs> this other one. Thank you for letting me get that off. No, my no, chest it, need, it needed system. to be had. I don't watch that show either. Yeah, this mm-hmm. other one is also horrific. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, horrific. Maybe that's a that's a strong word. It's not horrific. <laughs> this other one is also. I was, let's just call it bad. It's bad. It's bad. But I will okay. say it's bad. But you, I will if you don't say, like black women, just say that. <laughs> 
Just say that. But when I saw this, I was like, yo, racism is hilarious. It's so overtly bad, okay, that the first thing that I could, like, I just laughed. It's fucking hysterical. Tell it, what, what, what is your pit? What's your pit? So the pit is, let me bring the tweet up. Is I'm throwing in the pit, the United Nations... That's the woman division. I didn't know they had mm-hmm. division. Yes, yeah, U- UN women. UN, UN women, women is going in a pit. So Jay and I were prepping for this show. This happened live, okay? We're prepping, mm-hmm. putting together our stuff to do this episode. And I happened to go on Twitter and I see a tweet that has now been deleted. But I screenshot it because I'm like, at some point, they're going to delete this shit. But this is the tweet. It is hearts with different colors going down vertically. Love is equality. Love is respect. Love is love. Then it's more hearts. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone celebrating love today. Then there is a graphic. It's like a GIF of mm-hmm. different people, different kinds of love. It's like, it like six different people, right? Yeah. Five or six? Seven. It's an odd number. Seven. 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 Okay. So it's different people loving on each other. So I guess they are trying very anxiously to be as diverse as possible when it comes to this mm-hmm. industry. So there is a queer looking couple. There's people of different ages. It looks like people of different races, people of different ethnic backgrounds loving up on each other. And then mm-hmm. there is there a are, dark there skin. There are uh, people who appear to be same gender loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And then there is a black woman, dark skinned black woman who is standing mm-hmm. alone. And hugging on herself because holding herself, <laughs> hugging herself. The 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 only dark skinned person in the graphic. And the whole graphic. Everyone in the graphic is a different color of yellow or peach. Yes. Yes. And it it does imply uh different ethnicities or races, but not dark. Yeah. Not not brown. No. There are mad shades of brown. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there are so many shades between the shades represented and that one black woman holding and hugging on herself. Okay. Passionately. They're not represented. She's the darkest person mm-hmm. in the photo. But also, in addition to the issue that we're going to talk about, yes. there's, again, a wide range of shades. And I know in seven people, yeah, in seven people, you can't represent every shade. No, sure. But I just think that the contrast between the six people represented in these different shades of yellow and, and tan, tan or whatever, and, and then this dark-skinned woman who's standing by herself, I just feel like it's another maybe two shades of darkness that, that could have been represented been there. in there could've, if we want to mix it up like like <laughs> yeah like, yeah so there's so there's that weirdness yeah. but everyone is coupled except for the darkest person and the obvious black woman black woman that yeah the only obvious black person because these other people could mm-hmm. be black you know like whatever but it's the only right. obvious black person and it's a woman and we already know that i'm talking from a usa lens that black women dark-skinned black women in particular are like the least married the least coupled in that way so it was Mm -hmm. just like really bitch (laughs) yeah yeah in the stats of like internet dating statistics they are marked as the least sought after right Yes, yes. Exactly. And of course the stereotypes of the strong black, black woman, woman or the angry black woman or the us carrying the burden of everything oh, by we ourselves. Could, we got and it. like we could all take of care that. of ourselves. Right. All of that yes. Shit. Yes. We don't need tenderness and yeah. all that stuff. So in light of all of that, we understood that like this image was supposed to represent self love. And it's okay that there was a person in this image representing self love. Yes. It should not have been the darkest person in the photo. No, it really and it should it should not have been a black woman no both of those things it should not have been at all we saw that 
me and Jay laughed because it was just like, really? Like Jay said, racism. I laughed hysterically. It's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was just hilarious to me. And I have to also say that I am not the complexion of the black woman who is being represented there by herself. So mm-hmm. I feel like it is possible that if I were a dark skinned woman or if I were that, if I looked like that woman, it's yeah. possible that I would not perhaps have found it as amusing Mm -hmm. as I did but what I was laughing at was the audacity the caucasity the obtuseness of this level of like overt anti-blackness colorism how did you not see this like what is you can't like what the fuck (laughs) so this is again this is UN women so UN women is a United Nations entity that I'm on their website Mm -hmm. dedicated to gender equality and the empowerment of women a global champion for women and girls UN women was established to accelerate progress on meeting their needs worldwide so anyway so that's what UN women is but as a global organization (laughs) one would hope that you understand the nuances of like at at minimum colorism right let's say you don't understand yeah, black shit that's like not something specific to like u.s stats <laughs> right right the darkest person should not be the person who is dolo solo yeah. because the general consensus of anti-blackness colorism is that darker people are not as deserving of love no yep. matter what country yep. yes. you're in or, or what race of people we're talking about mm-hmm. so yep. to show that physically manifested in what's supposed to be a celebration of love is disturbing so we saw this shit last night we saw this shit last night thought it was fucking hysterical so this was on valentine's day yes. that it was posted sunday was valentine's day it had been posted i want to say was it like since noon since, or like 1 p.m and yeah midday on sunday it was posted right and so they're getting dragged all day all day they were getting dragged all day all fucking day and you know why? Tell us. Some social media intern, person, manager, whatever, scheduled that tweet. Was like, I got that hot fire. Scheduled, scheduled that, that shit on shit. Friday. On Friday, mm-hmm. closed their laptop, went home, <laughs> and left that in the dust. <laughs> so it. we're Sunday seeing it. All of us are reacting, and everyone is tweeting. Roxanne Gay is tweeting. Who else is tweeting? Mm-hmm. Did you say, uh, you froze for a minute, but Ilhan Omar yes, is tweeting. Yes, tweeting. Like, people, are, this is getting traction. Everybody is tweeting about this shit. Everyone is tweeting at them, and they are fucking silent until fucking midday on Monday. <laughs> they finally took the shit down, so they finally take the shit down Monday morning sometime. And then midday morning, after one would think mm-hmm. that enough time has passed yeah. for a comprehensive response a comprehensive apology even right mm-hmm. but um no i don't know it feels like they didn't let this one cook enough no so their response they posted this today i do want to say as far as the time we're going based on u.s time they could have already mm-hmm. been asleep <laughs> while right, we were raging true. i don't know true because i don't know where mm-hmm. they were so they did finally release a statement in the form of a tweet so it was only worth possibly 280 characters <laughs> If if that many. If that yeah. So this is their statement. Mm-hmm. We posted an illustration on Valentine's Day depicting love and all of its diversity. We listened to what you said in the comments and decided to take it down. You and women works for gender equality and empowerment of all women and girls, regardless of race, age, ethnicity, or sexual orientation. And then there is another gif that says love is love and it has the hearts, the variations of heart colors. And that was their statement. There was they don't apologize. <laughs> 
They don't know what went wrong. <laughs> they just said, we listened, so we deleted it. And then they just reiterate their fucking, the mission statement that you just fucking read off the website. So they probably copied and pasted what you just read and put it in here. So here's the thing. Yes. So when this was up and we were dragging it, right? The internet is dragging it. Twitter is dragging it, right? There's the occasional white person saying... Uh, obviously she's representing self-love, duh. This is self-love, duh. It was like every other, every few tweets, it would be somebody with that hot take, hot yep. take, hot take. Self-love, guys. Self-love. Can't you see? Can't you see? She's hugging herself. She likes hugging herself. Oh my gosh. Okay, so here's the thing. If you see a whole community of people, right? We're all sensitive people, right? This is a world full of many yes. of us who are sensible people. Yes. If you see a whole community of people responding negatively to something that you think is positive, is it possible? Is it? Is it possible that you're missing some sort of nuance because you are not a part of that community? Yeah, and, and maybe Is you that just possible? Like, shut the fuck up. And shut just, up. And observe. Yeah. Or you know what would be what you know would be great even what? because on places like Twitter there are still black people left who are willing to engage with white people yeah. and teach them things for I free see a on the bit internet. Of happening in there. I've, yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if these losers, instead of saying, can't you see? Isn't it obvious? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. instead of that, because yes, obviously everyone can see she's hugging herself. We get what it was supposed to represent. We get it. Why not, instead of saying something like that, why not ask, hey, is there something I'm missing? Yeah. Why not ask that? Or what am I missing? It looks like this. Instead of that kind of position of being an all-knowing white. And so everything to you, however you take it, that's what it is. And everyone else, black people or whoever is offended, they are not just offended, but they are are ignorant for being offended. They don't have the eyes that you have, the intellect that you have to understand that this is okay and there's nothing wrong with this Mm -hmm. rather than understanding that we have an insight into this thing within our community and what we're dealing with that you do not have it's Mm -hmm. like the assumption is anyone who makes a complaint against something who is not a white person anyone who makes this kind of complaint or call something out like this we are just being sensitive for sensitivity's sake for the sake of sensitivity, for the sake of getting attention, for the you sake of complaining. You of that weird phrase that I saw when I was looking through the, the tweets. Um, oh someone said, you need to start with this black fragility. Oh, my gosh. We're not even considered human now. Can we, we be fragile? fragile? Stop it. So it felt to me like that response, that that quote unquote, well, it wasn't an apology, but it felt like that response from the UN was not informed with any of the nuance that we were feeling as to why we were offended by it. We immediately understood that this was supposed to represent self-love. And I think that it is okay to have a representation of self-love in the context of a global organization, though, in the context yes, of yes. globalism and what people, humans deal with and the oppression that we deal with yeah. globally, it would have been wise not to make the black woman the dark skinned, darkest black person, darkest person in that graphic, oh, yeah. the one to stand alone. Mm-hmm. That's not yep. like... That's not hot. That's not hot. That's not hot. And I wish that instead of them talking amongst themselves in the office, I wish that they had really made an effort or demonstrated an effort to get to the bottom of why we were bothered by it. You are the UN woman. Right. 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 So I don't really Mm -hmm. believe, we don't really believe in institutions, but you say that you Mm -hmm. 
are the United Nations right. Women Division or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And you can't give me something better than this yeah. when it comes to <laughs> disrespecting black women. This is this is what you mm-hmm. got. But mm-hmm. you're the one who the unites. <laughs> you're the United Nation. Right. You're about it diversity was also, and all of this shit. And you can't yeah. even respectfully like take accountability apologize and say how you'll do better like i'm just mm-hmm. we, we not owe that it was also giving me i don't understand the dynamics of power that was very much what it was giving which and i feel like doesn't make sense for you UN. well <laughs> i think personally as i read this description i think that's what they're giving no no i think that's what it makes UN sense because as we because we don't trust these institutions what they mm-hmm. act like they be doing what people right. may think they be doing Mm-hmm. Is that they should be striving to dot, 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 or whatever. Right, right. Like this conversation about, okay, so this is their opening paragraph. So UN Women is a U- United Nations entity dedicated to gender equality and the empowerment of women. You know how we feel about women's empowerment. Yeah. It doesn't take any Throw accountability the for the oppression the that is thrown in the garbage, that yeah. is experienced, yep. um, or who holds the power, yep. or that it's a thing that we don't need to be empowered. We need this the dismantling of those who are in power and the dismantling of white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. A global champion for women and girls, UN Women, was established to accelerate progress on meeting their needs worldwide so they're just cheerleaders right it just is giving very much (laughs) like cheerleaders like like all the women are independent it's giving very much let's shout in unison sing let's do that it's giving very much uh girl on fire it's giving very much (laughs) like (laughs) i hated that song too (laughs) Yes, because it's because it's, that's I'm what it is. Survivor. It's white feminism. It's what? like, yeah, there's no acknowledgement of of who holds power yes, or that there right. is a power yes. dynamic they here that yeah. is oppressing motherfuckers. And so, in yes. their response, it sounds like there is no acknowledgement of why this image was so inflammatory to black women, dark skinned people. Like, what is this? What is this? And there should be an acknowledgement of that from an organization that claims Claims. or postures itself as if it is supporting women globally. There has to be, can you support women globally if you don't have an understanding of anti-blackness and colorism, which affects, specifically affects women because men, even though of course they experience colorism, a part of the dynamics of color and gender and shit like that is that darkness is often seen as a masculine quality. So you can be a dark skinned man and still maintain certain aspects of your humanity that are not granted to darker skinned femme people. Right. That is helpful. Right. Right. Problematic, but still right. The Mm -hmm. the, the weight of a lot of colorism falls on dark skinned women presenting people. Yeah. And can you be an organization that supports women globally and not understand that and not acknowledge that in your response to this? It was giving very much girl on fire and I I'm looking at their Twitter now I don't just like to it. see if they like dropped any other tweet or something. No, they mm-hmm. moved on. <laughs> they moved on. They moved on. They continued they with moved the on. Um, regular p- scheduled posting. Mm-hmm. They moved on. Mhm. Don't yeah. give a fuck. But now when I so we're that, throwing you in. It was hilarious to so me. Funny. Just so obvious, so obviously uncool. Like it was, 
Just for di- and like when you share it, it's funny because when you share it with other black women, you don't even have to say it was wrong. I sent it to my friends in like the other group chat with homegirls, uh-huh. and I was like, racism is hilarious. And all you have to do is look at it to see like what's the issue. Hilarious <laughs> and terrible. And oh, like gosh. It's who was hugging themselves like that? Like, <laughs> like just like I mean, I have like self No. She would look like she was making out with herself. You know when you make fun of people and you like hug yourself and you pretend that like you're making out. So yes, it's like arms are behind like your back and you're like, yep. that's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. It was like, come on. We couldn't even do it, it cute. Like <laughs> It was a little bit weird. And why would you do it in a room with full cool of other couples like, like it wasn't even drawn like a, coll- a collage of people you know how there's like different art that's illustrated yeah. where it doesn't matter that all these people are doing different things because yeah. you're not really conceptually it's not supposed to be giving these are people in a room standing together it's more like a collage illustration yes this was like these are people standing in a room together hugging each other and shorty over here is yeah, hugging that's herself because what else can photo, she do she's at the end like she's not in the middle mm-hmm. she's not even a part of the group she's not even facing them she's right. just like on the far right or left and is mm-hmm. like facing outward and they're over there so and joining. like she's not even strange. a part of the group you know what i'm saying poorly done poorly bad. done poorly done it, it made me think of like remember when you was kids when they had the pizza party and it was the kids who paid for their pizza and the kids who didn't and it was just like this clear division of like yeah who had a dollar that day and who didn't oh teachers are terrible terrible Why like back then teachers that? back then were terrible we know that like teachers do a lot of hard work but i have so many horror stories <laughs> of teachers making ridiculous decisions it's like are you even a person did you ever go to school why would you do this to children I don't why would you do this yeah i don't get it i don't get it but it reminds me of that so you could tell which kids had a dollar for their pizza and which mm-hmm. didn't because they were sitting over there mm-hmm. at their table eating fucking dry peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that the school gave you know? them and that peanut butter didn't even move, yo. What was it wasn't that? wasn't even spreadable. It was like a peanut butter patty. <laughs> what? It was a peanut patty. And it just sat there. It just sat there. Stuck to the bread. It did. It did. What was it? Anyway, yeah, she was definitely over there eating her peanut butter patty. By herself. Hugging on herself. Hugging on herself. Like nature intended. Okay? Is <laughs> exactly what that shit was giving. Like, ain't this is how it's supposed to be. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. ridiculous so they're so the yeah un women y'all are in the pit your social media is in the pit whoever wrote that dry ass <laughs> apology <laughs> is it y'all a pit? Are in the pit okay mm. mess 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 racism is hilarious it is, it is that's my takeaway i think that's the name of this episode yes it is mm-hmm. all right we did a motherfucking show yes we did be sure to follow us on all the social medias we're on twitter and instagram at t with qj we are on facebook and tumblr apparently tumblr is alive <laughs> all of a sudden again yeah Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. You can send us your T mail or your Pay Black Woman nominations to T with Queen and J at gmail.com. And you can always check out our website, T with Queen and J. What's our hashtag this week? Can it just be Pay Black Woman? <laughs> yeah, hashtag Pay Black Woman, pay yo. Black Run Tessica her money, yo. Give her her money. Give Tessica her money. Give Tiffany her money. The CDC, mm-hmm. y'all fucking owe. Okay, give all money. and give all the women who were feelings were hurt by the UN. <laughs>
Give give them some money. Give, give us some money. Give us some money. Okay. Yeah, but pay black women. Who yeah. does that? That was so funny. Yes. Oh my god. Pay us. Pay us. Pay us. Pay us. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with editorial support from a black girl named Candace. T with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. Papi, it's a Papa Rayana. Put your mask on. Papi, six feet. We're in a puta. No, you can't go. We're in a pendejo. You want to go out there partying in the middle of pescado? Hmm?